When I was a young teenager, I was playing with G.I. Joes in my bedroom. My dad knocked on my door, and for some reason I scrambled to hide them before he came in. At the time, I was embarrassed to be playing with toys and didn't want anyone to know. Kind of like Dark Helmet. Turned into a much bigger deal than it should have been because my dad thought I was hiding something illicit. Turns out, from his perspective, it was worse. I was playing with dolls. Manly army man dolls. Looking back on that, I see how insecure I was when I should have been comfortable with myself. Like how Craig plays Dungeons and Dragons and Brad collects pop figures. Granted, I like to play with my wife now, wink wink, but I digress. My point is we've all hidden or still hiding parts of our personalities for irrational reasons. And we don't need to. What many of us should do is hide our physical selves because nobody wants to see that shit. You know who you are, you fucking bridge trolls. Anyway, I'm Dave, and once again I'm joined by Brad and Craig for another episode of Needless to Say. Now, Maestro, please hit my music. The only person I know that pays to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. <laughs> You both really are wrong. <laughs> so just shut the fuck up. It's going to be an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking incredible. All right, welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm here with Man Bubonic and 4% Black Plague. <laughs> it has been a week, folks. Yeah. Just one week ago, a mere seven days, we were in this very studio talking about how everybody was overreacting. What I didn't realize is that people were going to use this as a stepping off point to really start overreacting. Yeah. Oof. I don't know if it was Tom Hanks, the NBA, or a combination of the both, but a week ago, I could get toilet paper at the ready. Yep. And people were still overreacting. Now, we've reached rock bottom. And so, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, but that's not what we're going to do the episode. I think we need a little escapism from coronavirus. So, let's start with the guy who hasn't spoken yet. Craig, how was your week, brother? It was It was good. It started off good. started off really good. Um, friend of mine gave me an edible cookie. Oh. <laughs> well, shouldn't most cookies be edible? No. Well, you know what I mean, the fun edible. Oh, the green cookies? Yeah. So I I had it, you know, I had it for like two weeks. And Monday night, I didn't have to work Tuesday. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat half this cookie. So I took it. And, you know, at first you take it, and a little while it went by. I'm like, ah, it's, it's working Now, did you have it in the bit. morning? No, this was at night. This was Monday right. night. Oh, 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 I was thinking Tuesday night. I'm like, so you yeah. waited till the end of your day off to yeah. get fucked no, up. No, no, no. So I took it Monday night. I was like, I don't have to work tomorrow. Just whatever. Gotcha. Not that, not that you get, like, a hangover or anything, but you know what I mean? Well, I was just like, I can stay up and watch movies, do whatever the fuck I want right now. <laughs> you know, so, like, so I'm sorry. I'm confused. Why is this different from every other night? <laughs> You have just described every day of the last 28 years. Yeah. <laughs> there are 129 episodes before this with you saying the exact same thing for your week in review. So, it's like a pre-canned audio we have. Just, all right, play the Craig, we can review button. Yeah. But it was just weird because I, all of a sudden it, it slowly started to kick in. I was like, oh, this is working pretty good. And then the next thing you know, I was just like, wow, I was fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. 
So I'm sitting there like giggling and you know and like being all silly at first. And uh, then it was a good holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was fantastic. So of course, so now I'm watching TV and watching some something on Egypt, right? <laughs> so then that's my I default. Co- I come in. Was Brendan yeah. Fraser in it? No, no, no. It was not. I was watching a documentary. It was like the History Channel type shit. You know what I mean? So I'm watching it. So it was aliens. And then I fucking started to think about. I went into this big like fucking deep rabbit hole of thought about the Egyptians and their afterlife. Oh, dear God. Right? <laughs> and I was like, what if their afterlife was real? In a sense, this is what I was thinking. I was like, what if their afterlife was real with the fact that, because they bring all the stuff with them mm-hmm. to, to, to help them in the afterlife. But what if their afterlife is actually just being discovered by us? And, Wait, I'm sorry. Right, right now, I'm so, picturing like their afterlife is their tombs full of their stuff, and they're in, like a retirement community. That's yeah. their apartment now. No, but I'm saying, you know, they bring all these things, and they have all this writing about. It's got their story on it. You know what I mean? And then they have all these little trinkets and little objects that they've used. You know, tools, whatever it is, and it tells the whole story of their life. So when you open this tomb if it hasn't been robbed you know right you open the it basically tells you everything about them the time they lived and basically they live again okay you know now you know their name you know who they were what they did and so that's so this is what i'm thinking so you're thinking their afterlife is to someone else remembering their life the way they left it yeah isn't that what everybody says about that? You live on well, their memories? Yeah. So now listen, now remember, I'm high as fuck. <laughs> right? So I start contemplating this stuff, but I went really deep. Like, I can't even remember the whole thing because I got really, I was like, wow, this is real deep. And then I spent the next 45 minutes just watching videos of people reacting to farts. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved it if that, yeah. th- those two things were combined. Yeah. It was just people opening sarcophagi. Yeah. And, and the mummies farted. And then oh. we all had a yeah. chuckle. Yeah. And then everybody in the room just laughs, including the mummy. But then I started thinking about it. Like, I just went through this whole thing. Like, all this, like, deep thought and watching this intelligent thing. Now I'm on my phone watching people. Farts. Videos of people reacting to farts. <laughs> It was so ridiculous. Craig like, solved the mystery of Egyptian mummification and lost it in farts on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing I think about, though. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, what if you grave robbers? You know, they always go out there. How bad does that smell? Like, the first guy to, like, open that, that tomb, and they're like, Pfft. Yeah. It's I, like that chair I, under your ass right now. I think now. they forget about that immediately when they're like, look at this fucking 4,000 <laughs> pounds of gold they found. <laughs> See, if I got buried, you know how they like they let everybody else put shit in there? It's like, yeah. I don't need a picture of you, Uncle Phil. <laughs> I don't need that. Okay, put some cash. If, if, if your theory is true, and I'm going to live on through whatever people put in the casket, I don't need flowers. I don't need a baseball card from my youth. I don't need a Keith Hernandez jersey from the Mets. <laughs> I, I need cash, and I need like gambling chips, and I need <laughs> shit that's going to be fun in my afterlife. And I know my family. I'm going to get buried with boring shit. And they're going to bury me in a suit so I can be in absolute discomfort. Uncomfortable. For eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just picturing reliefs of, of Uncle Phil like James Avery in fucking Egyptian tombs. Different yeah. Phil. Different <laughs> Phil. Different okay. Phil. Different Phil. My, mine would still be alive. Yeah. I'm like Uncle Phil. But apparently that, that rascal will. I think he drove him the drink, and then that just—that was it. Yeah, just killed him. 
or his, yeah, his closeted was, gay son. I don't know. It was just a <laughs> fucked up night. Like it was just crazy. But then the week went on, and then I witnessed the most obnoxious fucking thing, which we'll get into after this. But like going to a big box store, panic related. And, yeah, and mm. seeing this incredible fucking thing unfold before me, I was speechless. I was texting you guys like. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, to everybody on the video, you can see we're not social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure I almost offered Craig a sip of my drink. I don't know if he's going to take it or not. But the point is, <laughs> settle the fuck down. Everybody, settle the fuck down. Okay, yeah, I'm done. We need to go back yeah. to like demolition way of life. Like enhance your like, calm. I'm not. I'm be, not dismissing. Well. I'm not dismissing it as something. I'm not going to dismiss it as, you know, like ah, it's fine. It's it's not, but everybody needs to take a step back and settle down if, for a minute. If you want to prevent the spread of a virus, you take precautions. Yes. I, sure. Yeah. You don't need to clean off the shelves of toilet paper in every fucking store around. That's not the problem. No. no. Because because there's forest fires in Australia, 8,000 miles away. It doesn't mean we're out of toilet paper in Rhode Island. Yeah. Well, we are now. Because, because somebody's got a room dedicated to it. That's right. And this is what I've dealt with. I mean, I, I was going to talk about it later, but I might as well talk about it now. I spent 80 bucks buying toilet paper from Office Depot. <laughs> I shouldn't have an account there. I work at home. Why do I have an account at Office Depot? <laughs> I'm now getting coupons in the mail to replenish my toilet paper supply. It's that transparent shit. I could read a newspaper from across the room through this like half-ply toilet paper that is going to give me such rug I hope burn. you bought a ton of hand soap. <laughs> Lotion. Keep your fingernails trimmed. <laughs> I think it's going to take half a roll. I'm going to make my hand look like one of those mummies you were dreaming about, yeah. you fucking stoner bitch. And I'm going to just, like, wolf it through the cheeks of my ass and just go for, like, mass cleansing at once. I mean, I, there's no delicacy to this at all. I'm used to Cottonelle with ripples. My ass has standards. This <laughs> toilet paper looks like reams of printer paper just cut in half. Yeah. Uh, Marketed as toilet paper it now. It looks like parchment. That's what this shit looks like, and it's like it's better like for septic. Stuff you wipe your hands with in school, like that, that comes out of the fucking the hand fucking towels. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, all those things. So I swear to God, you go over there with a runny nose, you come back, you're bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still love those things. But honestly, this how is this toilet paper in anybody's home? Like, yeah. How is this picking up anything? Every time I go to a hotel, they've got this Scott tissue shit. Yeah. And I walk out of there, and they're like, Brad, you're walking slowly. Keep up. And I'm like, I can't. I'm chafed. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. So yeah, you and I, your asshole is delicate. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> For our video friends. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I got like thirty-eight rolls of that shit coming on Tuesday. Yep. So I'll, I'll be technically clean. Yeah. <laughs> but silently swearing. I'd love to tell you that was all my week. Um, I also called a good friend of mine abortion face for no reason whatsoever. Oh my God. Craig, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, sorry. I said friend. I just looked I, at him yeah. assumed. Not, not just car bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed ride. No, I don't have, no, I didn't call him anything. He just looked like bloody mashed potatoes. That was so a I guy assumed. I used to work with, but for some reason, we were just chatting. I'm like, stop being like a dick abortion face. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. And those words just came together so naturally. That's the bigger concern. <laughs> it was so easy. Wait till you get to the end of the episode. You see where my brain's been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, saw, I saw a guy call somebody cunt buckets. I wow. like that. And I loved it. I actually thanked him. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth stealing. Yeah, that's what I said to if him. I said, thank you so much. Flag- if yeah. we want to get flagged by our podcast host, i totally name this episode Cunt Buckets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Buckets <laughs> of Cunts. <laughs> to- passive voice. Just I don't fucking... Be-, be clever about C-word buckets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Seashells. I saw the guy write that <laughs> on Facebook. He wrote it, and I immediately thanked him. Like, thank you so much for this phrase because I'm going to use it till my dying days. I love it. I, I, right after, I'd be like, I just called my mom. Thanks again. Yeah. <laughs> Cunt buckets. Yeah. That's fantastic. Also, Christy, um, I know that you commented on this. Uh, it's funny po- you brought her up right after that. Wow. <laughs> Two well, she, weeks in a row. Well, no, she cornered me. She had heard the episode and she's like, oh, so I'm a twat, huh? Now I got a new name. Yeah. <laughs> Twatty McCunt Bucket. Yeah. Why are they always Irish? Why do you always got to throw a Mick in there? It's Why funny. not? It's easy. <laughs> Why not Let's make, make them, them Scottish. Twatty Mac Cunt Bucket. I think I think we go make them Pollocks. And just be like, you know. Twatty like, Cunt Bucketski? Cunt Buttski. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he just sign with WWE? Oh, I'm sorry. That was the other douchebag Polish guy. <laughs> Uh, well, if they were Polish, when they just be named "Don't Shoot, I Give Up." <laughs> <laughs> we're not really Eastern Europe. Too so. soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> but how? So how was your week, David? We noticed. I noticed all of a sudden your pretend job turned into a real one fast. <laughs> that was the best thing in the world, Dave. The last week, he's like, I can't believe I get paid for this. I and got then f- karma ran over your dog. Yeah. Yep. 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 Karma fucking hit me hard this week. Yep, uh, and it's all because of this ridiculous, yeah, coronavirus shit. The what happened is all the a lot of the training we do is is in person. We fly people to certain places for different classes, and now we can't do that with all the travel restrictions. My company has stopped travel for all non-business critical, which what they call yeah. it, which basically means training and yeah, not needed. So we have to turn everything we do into virtual classes. So we spend two weeks at a house in Texas training people about how houses are built and fixed. Yeah. We have to do that over fucking cameras and phones now, starting a week from Monday. I duh. So we, we took us two years to develop classes. We have to fix them all in two weeks to do them virtually. Yeah. So that's I hope what you're I've been not working. setting the cameras up. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's, that's what I've been doing, and I'm working on two different classes right now and it's just insane i'm bouncing between it i can't yeah between that and we've i've had a meeting every day to talk about what we're doing and i'm like can we stop with the hour and a half meeting talking about be, what i should be doing now you're working of, like three hours a day it must it's be insane. insane i don't even have yeah. time for like three lunches <laughs> i hate memes i really do hate memes you know that about me but i will say the one that i saw this week that really resonated with me was the one that said i guess we're about to find out how many meetings could have been emails yeah, that, I saw that one it's too. It's the God honest one. truth. Yep. I, I don't miss that. I spent half my day talking about doing work that I could have just been doing. Yeah, and that that was one of my days this that. week. It was a Monday or Wednesday. I was actually off Tuesday, but Monday or Wednesday, I legit spent about five hours on conference calls yeah. talking about updates that we need to be doing. And I was like, yep. you guys understand that we could have been working on this stuff right now instead of just talking about it. It's a, a 
And finally, yeah. my, my boss had his own epiphany in the middle of one of these calls two days ago. He was like, I'm kind of taking up a lot of your time. Why don't we just call this and I'll, I'll catch up with you guys next week. I was like, thank God. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I let think us it's do an what ego we got to do. I think executives have this ego thing. Where well, they, they call- have to feel like they're involved. Not so much they are involved, obviously, but they're not. But, but they're not. Because they, they have no idea what you're doing to, to make f- that happen. They have to feel like they had a part of it, like their hands were in it. They feel like they need us to know that they know what we're doing and that everyone else above them knows that they know it. So it's just this weird. So yeah. that's two hours out of an eight-hour workday. Right. Oh, yep. not to mention the two different teams I'm on working on different projects also had meetings that day. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's honestly, half more than half of my day was spent on calls talking about what we needed to do instead of doing it. Are you yeah. like me? I mean, where almost all of your work got done on Thursday afternoon? I, I did more work yesterday and this morning than I did the whole week. I, yeah. Honestly, by Friday, my whole company had tapped out. Mondays are, are wash. That's catching up on email day. Yeah. Friday is usually when you get all your admin ready for the following week. Mm-hmm. I had three honest days of work in each of my last 10 jobs. And yeah, there's been that many. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> no one's judging. I'm judging. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're not hiring. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was employed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right, and and it's it's ridiculous. I I'm one of those kind of I'm the kind of person that I need a deadline and pressure to get stuff done. Yeah. So if I have a project due in a month. <laughs> You're, I'm not looking you're not at it right do, now. You're not going to do it until about two days. I will before. start. I will. I have this barometer where I look at things. Like, all right, I got to start working on this now. And then it gets to be crunch time, and I'm like, I got to do this. Yeah. Like I have. I have a board behind me in the office with my projects I got to work on. Like, that's not due till May. Yeah. I don't even think about it. I see nothing up there but pictures of your fat face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we turn the camera for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I turn off that high def. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but this go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I say, but it's funny. It's fucked up how everything is. It's affecting everything. 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 Well, I mean, I was. I mean, it, of course, it's going to. You know what I mean? I had a concert get shouldn't. canceled this week. Now that's not news. All tours across America are being canceled. Yeah. This one was happening in the beginning of April, which is just outside the end of March window that most yeah. places have done. And I'm like, oh, I'm holding out hope. And then Melissa's like, well. We're not all going down. We were originally going to go down to Philadelphia. I did that metal festival last year. Yeah. This was the follow-up. And I was really excited about going. And Melissa's like, why don't you just hop on a plane and get a hotel, go down there for a couple of days. And Fly in a tube of sputum. <laughs> <laughs> why not at this point? She's Apparently, to kill you. <laughs> you can get it from giving somebody a dirty look at this yeah, point. Yeah. So whatever. You know, from across a parking lot, with the, you watch the guy with the toilet paper. Did, walk you, see away the, from- did you see the, the guy in, in Italy? Because the, as much with as they're his on, sister, no. Oh. Well, yeah, I saw that was that, that, that comes was, later. Okay, that was fucking heartbreaking, man. But no, because because they're on lockdown, but you can still do the, like they're sending in sections. I guess they're like, okay, now you can go to the grocery store and get what you need, <laughs> and you can go. It's just like your sister's Dude. wedding. Tables three and six yeah. can go get your meals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which I, I, I heard that's what buffet. happened. Yeah, I heard that's what happened at the wedding. Yeah, you didn't go. Um, you weren't, <laughs> but uh. This guy went out and he had a piece of plywood cut into a six foot diameter board and he strapped it over his shoulders <laughs> and wore it. He wore a plywood For hula hoop. Show- yeah, he wore a plywood hula hoop, social distancing to keep himself <laughs> from fucking six feet from everybody else. And he's just walking down the street all casual, like, 
this big ring around there so no one would come near him. Was it three feet on another side? Did yeah, three, no, three feet. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like it was just, So he was, was in the middle of like an eight-foot piece of plywood? Yeah. Okay. It was fucking a big circle with him in the middle with the shoulder straps, and he's just walking. I'd be okay with him getting on the plane. To be honest, yeah. nobody else is going to be on there. You can have your and whole you know role. What? You and it was, as funny as it was, he was joking and serious at the same time. He was making a point, He was making but at the same a, time, he was doing it while he was, being serious. No, yeah. And do, it's no fucking joke over there. You know what I mean? This is Because this was in Italy. It's no fucking joke over there. And I think as much as we feel like it's blown out of proportion. It's not blown out of proportion here. It's blown what the people, how we are reacting. The reaction, that's what I mean. The reactions is, are out. The reactions of, yeah. are blown out of proportion. We there's cases in 46 states currently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spreading. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean. By the way, and, good job Wyoming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a listener in Wyoming. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you. You're healthy. He's healthy. Yeah. There's like seven people there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I noticed we're getting downloaded in more states than ever before. Yeah. Usually we're pretty concentrated in New England. Out of nowhere, we're in Missouri and we're in Nebraska and we're yeah. in all over the West Coast. And I'm like, oh my God, are we really finally premium? I'm like, no, they're on lockdown. Yeah. 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 The board is shit. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the dial up speed finally caught up and was able to download a yeah. full episode. Yeah. That's right. That's you got right. a signal. <laughs> Yeah. DSL doesn't just mean Craig's dick sucking lips. <laughs> it runs in his family. But uh they were but I mean, like I said, it's not fuck you. <laughs> you motherfucker. No, it's not um it's not unwarranted what's happening, but w- the people's reaction running out hoarding the toilet paper. Overreaction. It's that's overreaction. The, some of the steps that we have co- that we started to take right now should have been should have begun a few weeks ago, which I think in turn would have lightened some of the initial like blow to it. If yeah. you said if you put if you started to put travel restrictions a few month like a month ago, and then said we're putting these travel restrictions because we can't. This can't happen. We can't get it. You know what I mean? We don't yes. want it here. And then you said, all right, we're not closing schools. We're not closing this. We're not doing any of this stuff because it's not that bad well, right there's now. there's that false you know, defiance but- that goes with it, and that drives me crazy. Yesterday, my kid's school district said, no, we're not closing. The, the safest the place for kids to be is in school. The governor said it yesterday. I get well, but No, that- she said it yesterday. I have no intention of closing the school, and she closed schools today at 1 in the afternoon. Yep. And, <laughs> and so what happened in 24 hours? Either she got a hold of some serious fucking news. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, th- maybe they're just not that educated at all. Social yeah. pressure. There's, but there's this weird fucking sense it's- of defiance that's going Buck wild it's not social pressure because a lot of people are speaking out against the schools being closed because the I mean now parents what did they do so it, it puts puts a lot of pressure on the, now on the local forcing community. parents to take time off work in all honesty what I think what I think <clears> happened <throat> is and this is it's not a conspiracy thing I think they have way more information wait let me check yeah oh look. no that's not foil no <laughs> I think they have a little more information about what's going on and they're not trying to cause a panic and they're trying to nip it in the bud in the beginning because they're like, this is going to get worse. We need to do something now, but let's not panic everybody because all of a sudden now you've got the president come out declaring a national emergency. 
but hey, we're just doing this to be preemptive, you know? And then all these- Then he goes, I might get tested. Yeah. That was his great quote. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I might get tested. He's a fucking clown. I I mean, politically, whatever he's doing, I don't mind. Everyone's trying to be like reactively proactive. Yeah. And I get it. The one thing I don't like is the people that are like, oh, well, fuck you. I'm still going. I'm still going to go here and do this. And it's like, okay, I get it. But there's a time to be rational and there's a time to be irresponsible. Now you're being irresponsible. Just because you don't want somebody telling you, you what to do. Because you don't want somebody telling you what to do. Now you are potentially spreading this around. And that's irresponsible. I agree. And Let's I, hug it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that we need to shut everything. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't. No, I'm still no, going to I don't work tomorrow. I'm still going to work tomorrow. I'm yeah. doing, you know, I'm doing what I got to do. But <laughs> where's he working? The morgue. But, but yeah, <laughs> but precautions need. We to just be, put a new yeah. wing on. <laughs> but precautions. Perry McStay needs a new yeah. carpet in their entryway yeah. to. Well, I had a, room three. I did. I did have an argument this morning. I was telling Brad about that on the way here with one of the one of the stores I work with. I kind of told the guy, "Listen, if I fucking approach a house, and I have." Any inclination that that person is sick, I'm out. I'm leaving. Sure. And the only reason I'm not, it's not me. My wife has asthma. My wife has a rare form of asthma. It's right. not. It's not like the oh, you know, I need the inhaler thing. She has, she's got a rare form. I of I mean, asthma. you're so concerned, you quit smoking. Yeah. <laughs> that. But uh, no, but because it, but it's not. See, that's the thing is, it's not that type. It's 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 weird. It's it's a spasmatic. Yeah, or something. Smoke, smoking's actually good for it. It's it is. It I'm helps a, relax. I'm a smoke through the it asthma. Helps relax the lungs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it helps them breathe more. It gets more but, air in with the holes. But it my creates. thing is, at this point, she's comp- she's she's compromised, mm-hmm. and no matter what, all right, yeah, all right, I smoke. I don't. I am not going to I, bring this home to her. I got you. <laughs> you know what I mean. I got no you. No matter what. I don't care, and that's what. I, and the whole argument was. I said, "Listen, I don't care, because me bringing that. I, yes, I want to work. I need to make money. I need but to. Pay I don't my need bills. that one job. I don't compared to. I don't need to bring something home to my wife because Mrs. Fucking Smith needed a fucking runner on her stairs. Right. I don't. Her stair. Her floor is not that important to me. I you know? really hope Mrs. Smith slips and falls on yeah. those bare yeah. steps. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, me too. And she de- <laughs> and you hear so, thirteen. Good. I won't. I won't have to. I won't have to go back and finish him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be going back to to buff the floors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you go back, Jimmy. I got to modify the contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the cut around her. No, but I mean, I'm <laughs> not gonna... a carpet installed to a sand and finish. But I'm not gonna like lose my mind. But I witnessed that thing at B. I went to to BJ's, which is a big box store yeah. around in, in the area. I don't know how far they go around here. I don't know like, if they're in Nebraska. And hi, by the way. Yeah. So, me and my wife, we shop there, and we go. My wife will go like every other month. She'll go. She'll buy toilet paper, paper towels. Big. We buy it in bulk, so we have it. And then, you know, every, you know, two months from now, we'll go back and we restock and we just do our thing. It's cheaper. We did we did it to save money. Right. You know? Right. And which is why places like that exist. Yeah. And we needed um, we wanted to get a case of water and we needed coffee because we use the K cups. So we were running low on coffee friends. Like, and that's where we buy it because we buy a big 
you know, box of a hundred for fucking twenty eight dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, all right, and I knew it was gonna be nuts. So I said to Fran, I said, I'll go get it. I'll go there. I'll go get it. I said, I'll grab a couple of other things just in case because I'm like, things are starting to go fucking south. So I said, I'll grab a couple of other things just so we have some shit in the house. And I did. I bought a fucking gigantic box of Pop-Tarts. <laughs> like I did my shopping, you know? <laughs> but you would be the most well-preserved mummy. Yeah, exactly. The amount of preserves is in your fucking yep. system. You you would come out of the sarcophagus and be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah was, I did my shopping. Like, yeah. The only person I know that pays to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, when I, I never in my life have witnessed this. Now, where we live, I've shopped before hurricanes, and I've shopped before blizzards. No, I, go ahead. I don't and it's always ridiculous. You know, bread and milk's missing, you know, this and that. This was be, This was a step up. I've never seen nothing like this. Now, these are people panicking about a virus. So they decided that we'll all go shopping at the same time. So we're elbow to elbow (laughs) in this gigantic fucking building. You know what I mean? All touching each other. Just the carts. Like just. Shut the doors. Put the heat on. Yeah, exactly. Do we have jungle plants? I need jungle plants. When I walked in, though, it was fucked up. Where's an angry monkey when you need one? (laughs) He's been talking for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just be, but I wanted to explain no, 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 this. Because no, it was go ahead. fucking, I never witnessed anything like this. I was fucking, I kept texting you. I was appalled. I was like, I'm speechless. I don't, well, I wasn't speechless, but. <laughs> I know what you mean. No, but I was like, I don't know what to say. I was like, I'm amazed by this. And it was just incredible. When you first walked in, they had people spraying the handles of the carts. With like a disinfectant it's, and wiping it off. Can I tell you what I think this is? And, and then, I never want to trash our president because it's so easy to do it. It's oh, almost yeah. like low-hanging fruit. It's like hack. Yeah. But I have to say, I think people have, this country has such little faith in its president that the more he says, don't panic, the more we're going to. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening now. People are approaching this like he's lying. Well, to be honest with you, two weeks ago, he was like, it's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> he never actually said that. No, he didn't say that. That was on he was, Snopes. He no, never no, actually he never called said it, it a hoax. hoax. He said the Democrats have exacerbated what this actually is. Yeah, he said they were blowing out, basically yeah. bl- blowing out of proportion. Yeah, that it wasn't, wasn't a the, hoax, but he he was saying they were blowing out of proportion, and now he's getting going to get tested. And then the word was exaggerated, not exacerbated. It's been a long week yeah. for me, too. But anyway, I do think the president has a lot of responsibility to calm the nation, and he missed. He swung and missed. Yeah. He did not address it. He even today mm. with his laissez-faire. I might get tested. I might not. Uh, probably. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. No. I'm getting tested immediately because it's the responsible thing to do. And as soon as it's available in your area, you should do the same. Yeah. That is the responsible response. No. It. No. I'm it, getting tested because I'm better than you. No. It pisses me to off be healthy. more than anything is. The, and both parties are doing it. Don't get me wrong. But he still fucking use it to throw a political jab. You know, he's up there, he's like, and Google is making this website. They got like 1,700 people working on a website right now that will- Not me. Yeah, not you. (laughs) 1,699. Yeah. But, I mean, they got all these people working on this website, but he's got to throw in, he's like, you know, and it's going to be the greatest website ever, (laughs) you know? And then he's like, "Um, but this one will be great, It'll, it'll work unlike other websites- 
and he's throwing he's throwing it back to fucking you know four years ago yeah <laughs> a fucking website that was you know we're at a point now okay it's like we, come on dude can we all agree I, he's a clown he's and, a clown and if you're an, an outright trump supporter then you're kind of a you're not a clown you're like a semi-clown that works at a carnival and cleans windshields with newspapers it's not, it's, it's not that it's like you, you're you're spreading you're trying too hard to agree with them it's okay to disagree with something that your president did that you voted for. No, it's not. Or, or yeah, but that's what I mean. Look, and I'm not getting political. Become, I agree with them fiscally, no. but now is a time more than ever where we need a leader this, to give us the facts yeah. and to calm fears that don't need to be fears, and he needs to also heighten fears that we might not have that's, with the sense of arrogance exactly. and, and, and false confidence that we go into one of these things with. Nobody really has the answers now, and honestly, no. I, I'd like, as much as I disagreed with some of Obama's things, too, I do think he'd be giving it to us straight right now, and I don't think we're getting it straight. I think we're coming into it blindly, and that's why idiots are running to the supermarket and stocking up on shit that they don't need. You don't you don't pull in all of these... Um, stop, what? stop, 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 stop. That's enough. You guys are getting way too political, way too smart. We need to go back to <laughs> fart jokes. And- All right, I'll agree with that. But I got to say, I wasn't trying to get political. It wasn't, yeah. It, wasn't it was about more political. about the fact that this country is in a panic because they don't know who to believe. Yeah. And so they're both turning to what they feel are their leaders. Fucking Whether howdy it, doody. Yeah. Or <laughs> or a fucking Democratic candidate to be named later. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have no idea. I'm pretty sure he's 84. It's either Waldorf or Statler. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, not going to matter. Both of them would look good in the balcony of the Muppets. Meanwhile, Fozzie Bear's on stage currently running the country. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with Besides you. cleaning his ears with his fucking car keys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let, let me tell you about safety and the coronavirus. Blows his nose into a handkerchief and stuffs it into his pocket. <laughs> All right. I would love to see Kermit on a respirator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll miss the smell of bacon. Yeah. Bacon and frog legs. That's a porno I don't want to watch. No. Huh? I'm anyway. not it. I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the point of this episode. Dave, you did the intro tonight. I did. And you did a killer intro. And so anybody new to the show heard that intro and then heard the last 25 minutes and said, what the fuck are these what guys talking happened? about? Yeah. <laughs> Those who know us know we eventually always get to the point. And that's what we're doing right now. We're talking about things we enjoy, things that maybe are guilty pleasures. My favorite guilty pleasure, watching celebrities suffer. <laughs> <laughs> and if you had an extra 20 bucks you didn't want to spend, you didn't want to save, you spent it last Monday. And watch Corey Feldman talk about shit that no one wants to listen to. Yeah. And we alluded to this last week. We kind of estimated, guessed, we had ideas about what mm-hmm. this video might entail. What we didn't expect, but nobody was surprised either, <laughs> yeah. was that Charlie Sheen was the big name he was going to yeah. that, that we knew about. This isn't new. Like this This is from the 90s. Like, well, not Early, only that, it, he was accused by the guy... From Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. What was his name? Oh, uh, Franz, not Francesca. Uh, Francesca or something. Yeah, like whatever. Um, Dominic something. Yeah, that guy had said that happened years ago, and then it was all denied. Yeah, you know, blah blah blah. Obviously, but so he didn't bring anything new to the table, other than saying that that guy diddled him. Was part of it too. You yeah, know? and then. Uh, 
it was all we knew all this. We knew all these people. We Oof. thought he was coming forward with, with bigger, new stuff, grander news. And basically, all he did was take his dead friend and dangle him like a carrot to make money to say, "Oh, Charlie, Sheen, this is the big one. Charlie Sheen fucked him." You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and he used, was like, and he used oh, Crisco. Huh. <laughs> like, that, like he they had did mention Crisco. Yeah, he did. He said, and he said it happened between two trailers. trailers. Yeah, like there were broad two, daylight in the middle of the daylight. Stuck him in the middle and fucked his ass. And Corey Haim at that point. Now you've made a few movies already. Yeah, maybe you scream, "Hey, director, <laughs> cut!" Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't do it. He didn't fucking do it. So now, <laughs> sorry, everybody panic. Yeah, <laughs> it was a toilet paper. Well, panic is exactly what Corey Haim felt. When Charlie Sheen said, hey, I've been in bigger movies than you. <laughs> there it is. We're safe. We're good. Wait, that's perfectly good toilet paper. You're just going to waste it on this <laughs> table? That could be cleaning my ass. But anyway, so I, I think that Corey Haim, wherever he is, is a tortured soul right now. Because Corey Feldman is just judging up things we kind of assumed already. He's probably wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, Charlie Sheen's a lot of things. I don't think he's the rape you and broad Corey daylight Haim, kind of guy. Corey Haim's mother said that Corey Haim denied that allegation. Now, she also she said this is a quote after this supposed from Haim's mother. From Haim's mother said, "If my son was still alive, he would throw up right now." And I assume on his back while he was sleeping, but. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> or on the pavement with his hands in front of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is a guy who denied it, and this is it was sad because I'm like he's using because his friend is dead right now. You know right. what I mean? He's not coming back. Yeah, he's, no, because but I'm saying because his friend is dead, he's like I'm going to use this to make me relevant again Try. and make money. Nobody gives a fuck about you. No. Nobody cares anymore. You were a fucking child actor. You did your thing. And if you weren't such a fucking flaky Fruit Loop, you probably would still be fucking, in, you know, you could probably still be making movies. The best you he could hope for is to fucking, not be a joke or punchline yeah, at this point. Because he became a fucking aloof, crazy fucking dude. You know what I mean? Are you listening to him? His vocabulary? I know he's trying to get ahead of the word of the week. <laughs> what, what he's not getting ahead is his word of the week, what? which is a perfect time right now to introduce it. Uh, so we're doing this again from our <laughs> from our friend Kevin in Connecticut. Here's your word, Lageria. It's, oh, that happens to me every Sunday. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> I'll tell you, it happens to you every day. Yeah, Lageria. Yeah, yeah. It's when you you mock down when you get your shit when they get the shit. <laughs> It's like a journal for when you have the fucking diarrhea, right? He's <laughs> like, we got a lageria. Hold on. Are you sure it's not diarrhea that's just fully formed? Yeah. <laughs> it's just unleashed nine or ten in a row. Lagerias. Yeah. yeah. It's not pen marks. It's just smudge marks on a board. Lageria. <laughs> it's either that or calculus. I don't know. It's one of those two things. But we're going to let you choke on that one for yep. a little bit. Well, let's put that right on the wet spot I'm you just created. Gonna, I'm probably going to choke on it because it's 
Lagaria. Dave, we haven't heard from you in a while other than that word. Right. Okay, I need you to chime in on Corey Fummy. You had some thoughts, and some I, of them intrigued me. Some of them, well, well kind of jumping on what Craig was saying is like, he is so irrelevant. This yeah. kid's looking to do anything to become yes. relevant in any way. Like, I, I've, I've got three kids. Brad's got two. Fran has one. We've all seen them try to get attention <laughs> in ways. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But like, Maybe with the Joker nades done. I'm, that, very yeah. ha- I'm very happy with you tonight. Uh, <laughs> but like, he's like a child that just wants attention any way he can get it. Yeah. Good, bad, doesn't matter. He just wants someone to pay attention to him. Yep. And dragging his dead friend through the mud and saying, oh, he, you got fucked with, a fucking, with fucking lard between two trailers. Yeah. Is ridiculous. Now, like I said, most people heard Charlie Sheen. They're like, oh, uh, okay. And not only that. My my thing is, is it? It's not his place to bring up his someone else's assault. stuff, right? But everybody connects them. For twenty years, they were the two core. The two well, cores. yeah, but still, and he feels like not only is this an opportunity for him to resurrect his career, but it's also in he. You ever tell a lie so much you start believing it? Yeah. Do that for twenty years. He I actually can't, believes can't, that we're they friends. were friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven years, I believe. Yeah, it. Yeah. More or less. <laughs> but I think that's what happened here. I think he genuinely believes that he is the rightful spokesperson to the legacy of Corey. Hinn. No, I get. All right, so I get that. But still, you would figure. All right, let me put out my story. And then when that's when I gain some credibility because of this and say, and say and you know what, fucking Tiger Blood over here has been fucking banging people with Crisco, fucking for years. But, he, but what Brad's I think what Brad's saying is that he doesn't see a difference between his story and Corey Hames. No, they were it's the no, same forever thing. entwined. Yeah, yeah. And I get that pro- professionally. Yeah, it were, for most of the eighties, you guys were teen heartthrobs. Yeah. Yep. But. We covered this last week, and I think we said it with indisputable fact. Corey Feldman was way less fuckable than Corey Haynes. Oh, he wasn't a hot throb. He was the funny guy. Yeah, he, he was the he best was... friend of the kid you rape between two trailers. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. And like I said, and I'm not denying, back in those days, he was, he was great in, in Goonies and Stand By Me and all those movies. He was he played he great characters. one scene in the Goonies when he was talking to the Spanish maid. That was well, the only was scene good. in that movie that mattered. Oh well, yeah, but that's what, but what he I'm was in the Lost Boys too. He was in, the like, Lost he was in Boys, a lot of those eighties films, yeah. And, but all his characters were good, and they, and they were funny, and that's why I was saying if he didn't become such a psycho, he was the smart ass, funny kid in those movies. Yeah, he probably could have made a career out of just continuing on that. Do you role, know what made right? him less fun? Puberty. Yeah. Okay, which is also what made Corey Haim less fuckable. I was going to yeah. say Charlie Sheen's at home going, "Yep, yep, yep." Yeah. <laughs> 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 but Dave, you had some thoughts on celebrities. Do you, do you? I mean, oh, I have a lot of thoughts on celebrities, man. Like, it's it, it's people like him that are so like their career has run their course. Yeah, let it be. Let it be. Right. Enjoy the fact that it happened. Right. Enjoy You're, the fact that it happened. you were relevant in a time in your life. Enjoy it. Move on. There's yeah. plenty of actors that have done that, and you don't hear from them anymore. They've done their thing. They're done. Out. Fucking super. Yep. Or so, that is still living. Still living off of residuals because they still can make a, a somewhat of a living off of it, and then do other things. 
if he was a normal guy and went around, he could go to every fucking comic book convention and fucking pull money in hand over fist on a fucking weekend while seeing the country. While seeing the country. You know what? Here's here's a great example is is Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Who was just announced going to Rhode Island Comic Con this year. Again? Yeah. Nicest guy you'll ever Him, meet. Him, Billy Zabka, and the other guy that ran Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. that's right. All three of them are going to be so, there. So uh, yeah. th- you can lump all three of these guys together. Yeah. They had their run of two movies in the 80s. Yeah. The, the Karate Kid movies, right? Macho had three. Yeah. And The Outsiders, and, he was in The Outsiders and stuff. And But then he did My Cousin Vinny, where he paid, played like a supporting role. Yep. And that was it. Until 20 years later when he did The Cobra Kai Show. It was on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. whatever. But he did that recently. Yeah. That's all he's done. Well, he's done... He, cro- he, he did Crossroads with what? fucking CV5. Stop, like shut a, up. But, shut uh, no, your no, face. No, I'm just saying. He had a, I'm going to mute you, he Mike. Had, no. He had, about, uh, he had about that... There was like a 20-year gap where... Has he anybody ever said, hey, let's go check out that Ralph Macchio joint, Crossroads? No. No, <laughs> he, he, no I know. But no. what I'm saying but, is he had, he had a time where he made these movies... Like you know, ex- yeah. and it spanned over a good like eight or nine years, you know, maybe even ten years, and that was it. And then that was it, and it was over. Right. And then he moved on. And, and now it's it's like now it's it, he's in that nostalgic phase of his career with got with a quotes. fat check every time the Karate Kid was shown, yep. whether it be sure. on cable or basic yeah. cable. The guy lived a good life and but definitely better than ours. Yeah. But he also knew his limitations. But yeah. that, what I'm saying is that could have been Feldman. Yeah. Corey Feldman has spent the last 20 years trying to do trying to another be... Lost Boy. Yes. yes. He has tried to do another License to Drive. He has tried to take all of the things that worked for him in the 80s and recreate them. Yeah. Right. He was rebooting before rebooting was a thing. The only difference is his shit didn't deserve to be rebooted. Yeah, exactly. Enough is enough. He's a pain in the ass. He showed up on that reality show, The Surreal Life. Yep. That's kind of like the fork. In 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 the, yeah. like that's it. Yeah, it's over. When you show up on a show that acknowledges you're a has been, it you're a has been. <laughs> and then he tur- he's Danny Bonaduce, but worse. Yeah. yeah, and then he turned that into the two Corys series yeah. that they had, and which went like one or two seasons. Which you know he begged Corey Haim to come and do it. I think Corey Haim was very happy living in relative obscurity. Yeah, he was. Okay, and then eventually dying from God knows what. From relative drug, obscurity. Drugs. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's, it's well, sad. Say, I don't, yeah. I, despite my happiness when they do die, <laughs> I don't wish death on anybody, but I feel like Corey Feldman is now just not letting his friend rest in peace. No, I don't that, know yeah, what you what believe I mean. in, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that ain't it. It's, it's Yeah. And, and just to clarify, it's not the fact that someone dies we, we pick on. It's... How they acted before they died, yeah, and how people react yeah. to them dying is if, is what's if they the have an inflated sense of self importance, like one third of the Cardis. Right. I'm very, very good with their death. I'm happy yeah. with that. <laughs> Eddie Money suddenly being lauded by the New York City Police Department after he died when he served like eight or nine minutes yeah. on the force, <laughs> yeah, in active duty. Yeah, I really don't care, and that's what made him mock. I thought he was a right. Chicago cop. No. New York City. He wasn't a cop anywhere. He tried once. He was a horse cop in New York City. He grew up on in Levittown, Long Island, five minutes from Billy Joel's like sh- trail of talent. <laughs> <laughs> I had some thoughts on this. Um, if Charlie Sheen did indeed rape Corey Haim, I need to know. Does he have AIDS? Well, <laughs> no, Corey Haim died of tiger blood age yeah. <laughs> but that's what, like that's like serious but it runs deeper it runs deeper what went <laughs> up it's deep what 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 went up Corey Hames ass two and a half men yep 
And how did he deliver those shots? Hot shots. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and at what speed? Terminal velocity. <laughs> and that, you know, those shots came from what? Young guns. <laughs> what came out when Charlie was done? Well, it was the Red Dawn. <laughs> how did they heal it? Navy SEALs. <laughs> then it happened again. Hot shots part duh. <laughs> <laughs> And who took part in this time? Eight men out. Holy shit. And like a whole platoon of those jokes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Up high. Yes! I don't care. Yes. Out of our... yes! Outstanding, sir. <laughs> what was that movie where he was a trash picker? That would have been a good one, too. Oh, him and his brother. Yeah. Him Emilio Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Yeah. Oh, I uh, forgot what it was called. Oh, that's right. Oh, what the fuck? Should have just been called trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I can't wait for the Emilio Estevez documentary. Because I'm pretty sure he, Charlie Sheen raped Emilio Estevez. <laughs> oh, my God. The Mighty Dicks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move this thing along. Okay, uh, Corey Feldman, if you did get raped or diddled, I'm sorry. But you didn't. Yep. Yeah, that's it. It's it's all because he said I was mentally raped. In the quote, he said I was mentally raped, and uh, like you know, and mentally uh, molested. And I'm like, so nobody ever. I'm like, nobody ever touched your fucking using your buddies. Fuck it. To, yeah. Yeah. You're you're trying to pass off I mean, your I'm friend's not, trauma not, as your own. Yeah, and I'm not denying. Maybe he was. You know, and if he was, that's fucking awful. Because at the time he was a young kid, young naive yeah. kid, and that's fucking awful. Now, I wicked want someone to fuck him in the butt forcefully. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I want it to be somebody you wouldn't expect, yeah. like Lionel Richie. Yeah. <laughs> Just make him dance on the ceiling. <laughs> or that fucking dude from Red Tube. Jack Hammer, that <laughs> guy with a ninety oh foot cock. <laughs> That's the guy I wanted to see do it. Watch Corey Feldman show up in his mouth outfit yeah. from the Goonies, trying to recreate it, and just walking into a nine foot cock. Watch Corey Feldman turn into a blowfish. <laughs> I'll pay twenty bucks for that. Like guy just slaps Corey Feldman on like a condom. <laughs> And fucks another dude with him. <laughs> My head is spinning with potential blowfish jokes. I'm thinking shooty in the blowfish. Or pounding Dory. I don't know where to go here. Booty in the blowfish. There you go. Yeah. There you go. He straps him up like a and then fuck someone else with them. <laughs> what, what would be worse if you're Feldman getting fucked in the ass <laughs> when you had pushed into someone else's ass? <laughs> Through your mouth. <laughs> the unemployed centipede. <laughs> Just imagining Corey's face. As the condom, <laughs> as he's, wah, yeah. ah. see, I picture like Terry Crews behind him going, yeah, just like pumping his muscles. Just 
<laughs> Feldman condom. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah fuck him. Oh man, this quarantine is going well. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm really enjoying this. Oh my god. Corey Feldman Ooh. as a condom is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks for the drink. <laughs> All right. So one for the second time tonight, we gotta get back on to what the point is. Yeah, like we, we started off with the coronavirus our weeks and we went into Feldman and other actors and and, and we couldn't not talk about. It. No, we could not talk about. But we're talking about things that like get under our skin and like entertainment and stuff. And, and and on the heels of this coronavirus and so much shit being canceled and and quarantine, like people are starting to like hold up for a while. Yeah. yeah. What do you do while you hold up? Well, you listen to music, you watch movies, you watch TV, and you do other shit. Some of that other shit you do, you don't necessarily do, share with other people. Everybody. I also think one one of the ways we came to this topic was because Corey Feldman felt the need to reveal nothing. Well, but in his eyes, he was revealing everything. Oh, yeah, and Crisco maybe, sales went up. So <laughs> <laughs> last time talked about, anybody talked about Crisco. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody in the grocery store is buying toilet paper. Charlie Sheen's like the, the, suckers. The, and he's Char- got Charlie Crisco. Sheen used it. <laughs> that would be great if Crisco came out with the brand. You're like Tiger Blood. <laughs> Put a sheen on that yeah. boy's ass. Put a sheen. <laughs> Use Crisco. Put a sheen on it. The last scene of the commercial is just an asshole winking at you. <laughs> Look at that freshly buffed wink. Bing. <laughs> Whole bunch of family members all like walking hunched over to the table. Everybody hobbling and happy. <laughs> Holy shit. Put a sheen. Dad's the only one who's upright, and the whole family's just hunched over. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's using all the toilet paper to clean off. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit. So, anyway, while, while so we're all locked that, up in our uh, own homes. Yeah. We're all doing. There's only so much you can do. Yep. <laughs> your, your family is gonna last five minutes. You're like, all right, fuck you, people, before the cops are showing up. Yep. You've got music to listen to, movies and shows to watch. That's pretty much it. And at some point, you're gonna come. You're gonna run out of what's popular and what you share in common with your significant other, or family, or friends. Yep. And you're gonna have to start watching stuff that, or listening to stuff that maybe not everybody else knew you listened to or watched. Or maybe. You want to watch it, but you realize that your tastes don't quite line up with everybody else in your house, much less yeah. society. And that's kind of where this was all supposed to be about guilty pleasures. And uh, I think musically, Craig, you really should lead off because <laughs> you you really have a diverse slate. <laughs> I've never seen two bullets say so much. <laughs> uh, one thing is someone I love, and this is a person that I loved. Since I was a kid, and it was because of one song. I want to know. I can't wait to hear the song. But uh, go ahead, well, I'll let you go. I was a huge fan of American Werewolf in London as a kid. Yes, I fucking love that movie. Yes, right. Never seen it. Listen, what that movie has the best werewolf howl ever filmed. Yep, ever. Absolutely. Is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Best werewolf howl ever. Absolutely. That movie is fantastic uh-huh. because it's got comedic value. When it, it does, it's got horror. It's got horror. 
It's a good comedic value. When they're in the movie theater. Oh, yeah. Is that not fucking Larry? Everybody's hanging out next to him. Like, Dude, he's like, come on, you've got to fuck. It's, it's fantastic. Yep. That, that movie is so good, so well done. And um, Warren Zevon. <sighs> Werewolves of London. Yeah. But one of the, I fucking love that song. And then not only that, from there, he made a ton of other, he's got a bunch of other great songs that are fucking insane. Yeah. He's he's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. He's probably killed people. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote a song about a werewolf eating chow mein. Yeah. And then he also wrote a song about a dude killing people (laughs) and living in a cage. Yeah. And ironically, now Chelmain kills people. Yeah, so. he he, but, uh, he called that song Warren Vizon. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Warren Warren was he was the type of guy. He came out. He was like around the era of um, Billy Joel, like that piano playing. Yeah, and you know, and doing that, and he just didn't. He was a little more out there. Obviously, he was like an Oingo Boingo wacky, yeah, kind yeah. Of Danny Elfman thing. Yeah, yeah. And for those and, people that don't know who Warren Zevon is, and this this Werewolves of London, Kid Rock sampled him. Yeah, Kid his, Rock sampled his song it, yeah. that he mixed with was it uh, um, Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama. Thank you. What was the song that he did? What was it called? I don't know. But if you don't know who Kid Rock is, go to bed. Yeah. It's late. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, th- that's it, that sampled with Sweet Home Alabama yeah. and that thing that it actually da, worked well together. Da, da, yeah. Da, da, anyway, da, 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 I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Um, great stuff. I loved it, and and I still do. I I like it. I listen to it. I'll throw Warren's Yvonne on once in a while. Nice. Is yeah. that a guilty pleasure though? Because all you've described to me is an out there, no, inventive musician. Well, because nobody really knows who he is, and then when some people I would say it, they'd be like, "What are you fucked up? Like, why would you listen to that?" You know. But then Things- I'd be like, "Hey, name a Warren Zevon song. You don't even know you like him." Because I actually uh, know some that. of his stuff, and he's actually really good. No, the guy's incredibly yeah. talented. So I'm not. I, I wouldn't consider it a guilty pleasure. It's just more obscure. He looks like a serial killer, though. He's definitely killed people. Yeah, <laughs> I will Look, say he's the kind of guy that's killed people to get inspiration for a song. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna make a lamp out of your back yeah. skin <laughs> and keep that in my house. His piano keys are just like bone instead of yeah. ivory. <laughs> it's like what Corey Feldman played in The Goonies. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's right. Right after they went to the men's room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right after he got fingered by all those bones. <laughs> he got nailed in his one eye willy. <laughs> but uh, that and uh, another another big thing that um, a lot of people look at me like I'm weird for it. And I've went, I've actually gone twice to Providence Performing Arts Center, seen it live. I've seen it once. Is Jesus Christ Superstar? You've mentioned this on the show, have I? Because they did the live one with John Legend on. Yeah, and you didn't. You weren't a huge fan, but you loved the show. Yeah, we talked about this on our. I guess we call it our Easter episode. Yeah, I don't. This is way before Dave was around. But yeah. you mentioned you loved the show. But talk to me why? Because I've seen it as well, and I'll never see it again. So convince what, me. But you, you've watched the original one. Yeah, and you know, and I don't think like just Willem Dafoe, Jesus. No, it's not. What am Willem I thinking Dafoe. of? No, no I've I've seen the play. Willem Dafoe uh, Jesus yeah. was the last temptation of that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way different. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Totally different. No I'm fucking not, in this one. I don't know why that was. 
It was, I don't know uh, why that was in my head. Tim, Tim, uh, what was his name? Tim. Uh, I can't think. Of you his mentioned name right him now. on the last. Episode. That yeah. doesn't matter. But, uh, He's a non-name. There was something uh, vocally fucking unbelievable, and that was one thing. I was a kid when I first heard it, and I was like, and it was like, and it had this all of a sudden this that little riff that I was like, well, I like that. And then this fucking vocals come in that I'm like, holy shit, this guy's fucking incredible. And I don't know, and I just like it. And what it was is more is the song stuck with me. So I was like, I'll watch it again. All right. Because I like the music. And I wasn't sitting on the couch just watching it. It was like one of those things, I was younger, like doing things, but listening to it almost like a, like a record was playing. For argument's sake. You know what I mean? It, it, how much of it is you really like the music and how much of it is nostalgia because mm. it brought you back to a moment? No, I fucking love the music because I'll fucking, I'm popping on in my car all the time. Then there you go. Okay, all right. So, all right. So now, do you consider that a guilty pleasure or just something you wouldn't play in mixed company? I just wouldn't play it in mixed company. Okay. Well, that's I fair. think that qualifies then. I suppose. I, I, I think there are things that I play, and I'll get to my list in a bit, where I, even saying the words out loud describing the music I listen to makes me feel bad about well, myself. <laughs> my, thing, my, my thing about not playing it is in, in mixed companies, because I'm going to play it and somebody's going to be like, oh, what's this fucking hippie shit you're putting on? You know? And then somebody's going to be like, oh, what's this? What are you fucking uh, all religious now? It's like, no, it's not that. It's like, yeah, it's going it, to, but listen to that cool riff. Yeah, it's 60 sounding, but listen to this dude's fucking voice. Right. <laughs> because he's going to fucking blow his fucking socks off. You're right at a now. point now where you don't have to like the music, but you can appreciate the musicianship. Yeah. I don't know. There's just stuff about it I really like. I've seen right. it musically. It's never appealed to me because I don't like that 60s, yeah. 70s yeah, yeah. sound. I've never liked that. See, but, I kind of grew but, up with that, so that's why. I, well, you are that much older. Old fuck. <laughs> But I do appreciate good musicianship, and it's definitely in there. So, yeah, I, I, yeah it might be a guilty pleasure in that you don't want to necessarily play it in mixed company. Yeah. But there's nothing to be embarrassed about there. It's internationally recognized as one of the greatest musicals of all time. So as far as your, your two guilty pleasures, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Dave? Uh, let's, let's see what really hitting out of the park sounds like. <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> now, I, I have kind of a long list. Um, there's a few obvious ones up there, but like I've I've got I've got kids and they've all grown up with a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. And you know, f- with my oldest, it was the Frozen, Let It Go songs that yeah. I couldn't. I heard it so much it got stuck in my head, and yeah. I'd find myself humming it and singing it. That's not it. Now, just let it go, dude. I get puns. Oh, <laughs> so it that got was a- also a fail. It, yeah. yeah, it got a little better with my little guy because he was into cars. And I, you guys remember Rascal Flatts did that song, Life is a Highway. It was the remake of yeah. whatever the fuck his name was. The song was a little better. But that's all I fucking heard. He he listened to it so much I got sick of it. But now the little one likes the Moana songs. Have you ever seen Moana? The no. Disney movie? I, I like the songs. <laughs> Is that the hey. rock singing? Yeah. Okay. The rock plays the, the god Maui. Yeah. In Polynesian culture. Yeah. And he sings this song in there called You're Welcome, and I find myself singing it and playing it when I'm by myself. It, I can right. sing you the whole song right now, no lyrics. No, don't. No, we've but, crossed no. <laughs> okay. I, I think this is where you went wrong, Craig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah. yeah. 
it's one of those things where I can play it off like, oh, the, you know, Ari likes to listen to it that whenever, but I will listen to it now because I've heard it so much and it's stuck in my head. It'll, I'll find myself singing well, it by myself. Have you heard the heavy metal versions of Let It Go? No. There's five. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get listen then, to that. And they're way cool. I could get into that. I would that. never admit that, except on here. Right. <laughs> For, <laughs> actually, I'll throw you one quick that I realize is a guilty pleasure. and is I've taken my niece twice to go see Five Seconds of Summer. Yes. Right? Go ahead. There's this one song that they... That they play that is a total. It's not a ripoff because the people that perform it was um, Wham, or uh, not Wham. Uh, fuck, Wham. who was it? I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Uh, they helped produce the song. All right, so, so you can hear like their hungry, influence in the it's song. A, it, it's it's a fucking. Ri- it's hungry like the wolf. It's, it's exact. But they were part of it. So but they were part of okay. it. Okay. So it was they, actually they, a reflex. I'm pretty sure yeah, it was yeah, the reflex. Yeah. And, and they ripped it off mercilessly, but it was produced by, by Simon LeBon. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you've got their blessing. So you got their blessing. And the thing was, I, I like that song. Okay. <laughs> so that's a guilty one. I, I give you that. See, that's guilty. That's where some of my others come in. It's not just the Disney stuff. It goes beyond that. Because yeah. so, every parent in that arena that night saw you constantly sneaking out for cigarettes, and they said, yeah, he's the pervy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> No, honey, you can't go to the bathroom right now. Yeah, no, 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 not until he's back and seated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, kind of for me in that same vein is the 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 Teen Titans Go cartoon. <laughs> they did a, an episode. It was actually a four part episode. Fantastic cartoon. Yeah, a year and a half ago they did an episode called "The Night Begins to Shine," and it was it was all modeled after like eighties cartoons. Yes, yes, yes. They looked like like those action. Car- but they did an original song called The Night Begins to Shine for that episode. I fucking bought it, downloaded it, and own it. Yep. I will list, I will play it now on this episode. Yep. It's fucking fantastic. And it was just for a fucking kid's cartoon. And I love it. If you think that's a kid's cartoon, you're not paying attention. No. That, that show's cartoon funny is hell. for all of us. My, no. The kids are like, hey, can we watch Teen Titans? I'm like, yep. Teen Titans is fantastic. I love, I love that show. It's so, it's so well written and clever. I don't even like hilarious. Batman and Robin, but I love the Teen Titans. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. It's funny as fuck. It is. It is. But that, that's one of them. But beyond that, into the, the realm of adulthood, I like country music. Not all of it, not a lot of it, but I will listen. If you guys catch me, I'll be listening to like Kenny Chesney or Sugarland, like bands oh, like that. I thought you said you yeah. like country. I do exactly, <laughs> but country-ish, I guess. I don't. Co- I can't get into the twangy it, old school. It, that's that's Americana. It's like pop country. Well, it's pop country. country. It's I pop Americana. Like, they call it Americana. You'll, pop you'll catch country. me with some like some Toby Keith every once in a while. The only country I'll get into, you guys might actually like, is called David Allen Coe. Oh yeah, dirty. Like it's funny as shit, but yeah. like. I can't get into twangy stuff, but I will listen to. It's more seasonal music for me. As soon as the weather gets nice, I'll be outside drinking, listen to country music like a fucking. Red I like country. It sounds like if you ran into this guy at an old school saloon, he'd shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I like that stuff. Like you know, we can talk about Waylon Jennings, Waylon Jennings, yeah. uh, George Strait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I can get into some of that because to me there was a lot more, and I don't want to use the word because I have none, but it's soul. No, yeah, there there's, was, there was, yeah, there's a little more truth behind the songs. A little. It more, wasn't yeah. written by songwriters. Yeah, it was written from experiences and like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's and, a difference. I mean, I think what's well, happening. Jennings like I did so many drugs, I drove off the side of a cliff and almost died. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> right. I mean, Kenny my daughter, put out. My father died of heroin. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go drive me to the side of a cliff drinking whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny Chase yeah. put out 12 albums all centered around drinking on boats on the beach. He was like, uh, I'm going to rip off Jimmy Buffett. Twang, twang, twang. <laughs> That's what fucking Kenny Chesney did. Yeah, oh yeah. He's yeah. fucking Jimmy Buffett's fucking but little brother. I will listen to it. Yeah. Okay, I so will do it. That's perfectly guilty. I will do that. It's, I, it's, it's heartless and soulless music. I, I agree. But it's good, good drinking patty music. He's a good guy, though. Sure. I'll give him that. No, I mean that's a guy who did. No, he does some really cool shit. When he does, he does his tours every year. Every year, just like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Does, and then when the tour is over, he donates a shitload of his money to his to charity, mm. and then he takes the entire crew, the his enti- tour crew, his tour crew, his entire crew, and he takes them to the Bahamas for two weeks. Then he just, leaves and go to the and, Caribbean, and then he leaves. What? Oh, he, no. is it the, is it he the drops Caribbean? them off and leaves. No, he goes to, but he is it the Caribbean. He goes to or whatever. Yeah, he goes. He takes them and he takes the entire crew. That's badass. Like, well, and he's like, and he goes for two weeks. Parties Nobody's it up with everybody. questioning him. I just think he's got no soul. No, yeah. no. he writes music to be popular. Yeah, yeah. He's the Nickelback of country music. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Well played. That's yeah. true. That's what it is. And, uh, you'll also catch me listening to some Justin Timberlake. Talented Every once dude. in a while. Talented. Yeah, oh, guy's talented. And I'll yeah. listen to some Katy Perry. She's hot. That'll happen. Yeah. She was hot. Yeah, I don't she's, like what she's doing with her no. face now. She's She was hot. Yeah. I wanted to hear her roar. Yeah. Her, <laughs> so like, so her first few songs were like sexy <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah. Sing until I make you stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope that was a very short song. Yeah, yeah. And beyond that, like I'm always a sucker for a good depressing song every once in a while. I see. I like that old. Yeah. Put me shit. in like any, like anything, whatever it could be, a pop song, R and B, whatever. Like if I want to feel fucking depressed and sad and sorry for myself, I'll put on a good depressing song. Yeah. yeah just listen to us. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's why I like this show so much. Yeah. It speaks to me. Well, one of the uh, my guiltiest pleasures, I turned into a whole music episode thing. I love the new Kids on the Block Christmas album. Yeah, it, it, no, I, I don't. I don't mean appreciate it. I mean I know it back to front. <laughs> he loves it. It's it's gross. Really? Because yeah. it's a funky Christmas and a funky New Year. I swear we got ourselves a party here. <laughs> Girls on the floor, Northside posse's at the door. Should I stop? Nah. Cool. Here's more of this song, a funky Christmas melody. <laughs> because Jordan Case feeling oh so Christmas. Oh my God! Throw your hands in the air, Dave. Now pause. Kick the ballistic Santa Claus. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the ballistic Santa Claus. Oh, the funny, they were badass. Funky. I did this pretty much the same verse. Uh, Kalen was in. Yeah, Kalen was in. During we did the episode, episode. Kalen. I love that because it, I've said it a thousand times. I think Christmas music is supposed to be dumb. And of course it is. It's, it's arguably the dumbest thing I've you ever heard. You sing about snow and people that don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So the whole idea of a boy band Christmas, when I was, 1989, I'm what, 12? Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, well, I want to be in a boy band because they're getting all the checks. And We did like crazy boy band ass. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just see him backstage and go, fucking, everybody's got a can of Crisco under their arm. <laughs> <laughs> in holiday colors. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get your autograph? Like, Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. Just flopping it on their ass. It's like... Flat. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta lay some garland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> Dude, that was the first concert I ever went to. New Kids? New Kids on the Block. Uh, what? Very first concert I ever went to. Is it the old Foxborough Stadium? Were you taking somebody? Or? No, I was taken. By who? My parents. They took you. Wait. Were you no, with your sister? Yes. She they, wanted to go. Yes. Hold so, on a second. So they took Wait, me to you because they didn't have a babysitter. They, they, and you were forced to go. So they took your sister and you because you had nowhere else to go. That's Except, actually the yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. God damn it. Just For a second, I, I was <laughs> no. feeling a weightlifting off of no, 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 yeah, no. It was, oh. it was my, my sister and her friend, um, they are two and a half years younger than me. So and, you were just trying to get laid? No. <laughs> no, no. Her, my sister's friend was the chick that decided she wanted to play Little League Baseball with all the boys. She was that chick. Oh, nice. Yeah, no one wanted to bang her. Was she <laughs> funky funky? Not even Sheen. No, she she. <laughs> so her, my sister and her wanted to go. How old were you? Uh, I was probably ten, eleven, maybe. Oh, so you were a little younger. All right, so you didn't want to bang her at that because I would say fourteen. Right. No, you no, no, still no. wanted to bang her. It didn't matter what she looked like. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, they would have been like ten, eleven. At the, no, yeah. yeah, but like we weren't old enough to be home by ourselves. Yeah. So, so like, I'm had... saying we because because my my sister's friend was had an older brother that was my age like my friend yeah so we all went together that was the first concert I ever went to ever it was new it was in Foxborough Stadium we were in the fucking nosebleeds yeah and it was fun and awful at the same time yeah but now it's a sto- funny story to tell yeah fucking... exactly now You're... I will say I followed it up the next concert I went to where I voluntarily on my own went was to see the Rollins band. And Seven yeah. Dust opened up for him. It was in Providence. That's when I first saw Seven Dust. Like, so it was like 1995. Like, I was why say, don't they have Chris Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the confetti and those Where's funny the- smelling <laughs> tabs? Okay, so seven or eight years went mm-hmm. between your first two concerts. Really? Yeah. And you know well, what? The, I was only. What did the Rollins band say? You're a liar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, I don't believe you. That's I believe fine. there were three other boy band concerts that nah. happened. Debbie Gibson, New Edition. Yeah. Dude, you said to yourself, Providence is in a city. We didn't get many concerts. That is a good what? point. Prov- I didn't go to many. We listen, got, when, I, when listen. I was young, listen, when I was young, I was not into the music that we listen to now. We got concerts on. A, I mean, it was ridiculous, especially through the winter season. We didn't get a lot of concerts in the summer. Winter season was insane. I was going to fucking ridiculous. But here, here's what I'm saying though. Like at that time with New Kids in the Block, I was honestly God, if I was probably ten or eleven. Yeah. Right. So between then and when I was 15 or 16, I wasn't going to anything else like yeah. on my own. That's what I'm saying. Like when I get to that age, uh, like well, my yeah, friend, yeah, it was actually my friend Kevin, the kid that gave us the word tonight. He and I went. He was older than me. Fuck he, you, Kevin. He, <laughs> but he, he got his license first, and I actually won tickets on the radio to go see this concert. Yep. I was like, fuck it, let's go. So he picked me up. We went down to fucking the original Lupo's in Providence Yeah, yep, and yep. went to the show. And that was the first show we went to voluntarily. Yeah. I wasn't old enough to drive was. He, he yet he was. So I was fifteen. Yep. So it was five years. But it yeah. was, it's not like I was between fifteen and twenty. No, yeah. It's yeah, between yeah, eleven yeah. and you yeah. know what I mean? It's a different time frame. I can't believe you went that long between your con- It's not like I was between the age of fifteen and twenty where I could just come and go. It was between like eleven and fifteen. I couldn't get around on my own. Yeah, you know it's it's not what when we had an opportunity. I was saying my friend Kevin got his license before me. He's the one that drove me down there to Providence. 
So we did yeah. our best to put on our fucking cool face, our, our boots and shit, and I probably had this shirt and just went. Going, remember going fucking Star Wheels with my oh, parachute pants Star and Wheels. actually tying a bandana around my thigh. Oh my god! Like, oh, I'm gonna be a badass. No, you are really old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no! That, and that, and that, and like that, I was like, oh, I'm badass right now. Did you do the new kids skate? They weren't even fucking. They didn't even Dude, exist. Did you, <laughs> did you wear silk shirts? Tell me you had silk shirts. I had one. You saved for like I dances and special oh, occasions. And it looked like a bowling shirt almost. <laughs> the sleeves were black and everything, and it had this white stripes. You know, like it was like a whitish silver down the front with a zipper. That went from the mid chest to like the, the <laughs> Napian. You look like fucking cousin Rico. Yes, yes. <laughs> that might be the most guinea thing you've ever. And, seen. Oh no, it was wicked. Yeah, and it, but it was funny. It was like, did you wear that, like transparent socks with it too? No, nah, because that's what it, the that was like. Hap- that was like happening. Oh my like, god! I was, and I remember tying the fucking tying the the uh, bandana around my like above my knee. How much time did you spend like? Rolling it and folding making it before it perfect, you did that, making it perfect, and, like smooth it out, like you were fucking in the military, like folding a flag for someone that just died, oh, like your fucking yeah. bandana. Do you know what else I did that you guys probably you may have had it this trend? You were probably too old for it, definitely. The thick corduroys, fuck that. Nobody wore those. No. <laughs> like, I did, I had those. I had the big fucking thick I never, corduroys. I never wore them. No. Never wore them. I did it for a year I did or two the in cargo high school. pants thing for a while. I did that too. Yeah, I did that with the chain wallet. I never had the chain wall. Never. I, I rocked the chain wall while I was teaching. Well, you worked in the inner city. You kind of had to. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I got it. I I, I had one in college. You didn't want to get robbed, right? <laughs> well, that was it. You didn't want to look cool. You wanted to keep your money. <laughs> and uh, when I brought it back, but I wore one in college. I'd go to metal shows. And yeah. I, I would walk around campus with like death metal indecipherable logos. All over my shirt, and I've been like, "Yeah, you're gonna get laid." To- no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but but the only thing that would get me less laid is the fact that I like Glee versions of metal songs. <laughs> Dude, What's some- the cover? Five bucks. Cling 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 cling. <laughs> I think I told this before, but I remember we were. Uh, I was young. I was like 13. So the and 60s. We were go- <laughs> And we thought we got all dressed hey, wait, up. Like, when did where, Jesus Christ Superstar come and we, out? And we thought <laughs> two Jethro Tull. <laughs> and we thought <laughs> came out in about seven. We were going to this party, and we thought we were like we were definitely getting laid because it was like this party, you know. There's gonna be chicks there. This, like this girl was throwing it. This girl Gloria throwing the party, not throwing the getting laid. Around. <laughs> she was throwing this. She was throwing <laughs> this party. Let me clarify. Throwing buckets of pheromones. Yeah, what are we throwing everywhere. around here? <laughs> This girl Gloria was throwing the potty, and she was the girl that you knew. So and so, she let so and so touch her tits. Oh, so now you're thinking so now you've you're got thinking, a chance. Like this is it. Her friends are there. We're all getting. It's gonna be an orgy. Yeah, you know, it's fucking incredible. Like it's gonna be fucking insane. But I mean, I'm l- literally like 13 or 14. I me and my was, the, the, the flyer said Bandanorama. <laughs> And it was and and it was me and my buddy George, who, who right now is the vice president of one of the biggest banks around here. Oh like, my god! <laughs> right? Still it trying was, to touch titties at parties? Oh we, no, we put condoms on before we left to no, go to No, you away. did not. <laughs> It's yours, 
covered in dog fur at that point. <laughs> Did you pull it over your balls too? <laughs> we thought like we needed to have them on already. <laughs> you could just start fucking at a moment's notice. Like the lights dim and the stiff breeze comes by, you're just gonna we're fuck arguing, shit. We're arguing like we gotta get, we gotta put it. <laughs> the amount of dust that must have been a fucking gene shrapnel, just fucking blue denim. I think, I think at one point I went to go to the bathroom. I just opened it. It was just like a rubber ring around my wiener. Went <laughs> shrapnel. All of a sudden, things just blew apart. I was all nervous. <laughs> It looked like, like the bottom of a Zwiffer. <laughs> like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich someone stepped on. Didn't even hold a girl's hand that night. But <laughs> <laughs> you were ready for it. Neither one of us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to tell the story, but I can't now. No. Dude, the, best, so the, the, the best is he is actually the vice president of the bank right now. Like a local man. But, but wait, wait. What about the girl that was letting people touch titty? What well, happened to her? Uh, Gloria. No, she she just was like hanging out. She, it, it was probably a rumor. Of course it was a rumor. <laughs> she just in the corner no, no, with a dental she, dam in there. She was young. <laughs> she No, it was. We were young. She actually had titties. That's what. That's and all that, it was. So all it was was somebody was like, oh, she let, oh, she, she let so-and-so touch him. I remember when I was in yeah. seventh or eighth, seventh grade, but it was probably about that same age, close, there was one or two girls that just blossomed before everybody else, and this one girl had huge tits. Yep. Like, they were probably D's. Yeah, we, we had 13. two girls in our school that were like that. And, like, everybody knew her name, who she was, like, where oh, she worked, which, and, like, she was the talk of... She was not an attractive girl. Yep. She was not. She just had big tits. Yeah. And everyone was fascinated with this chick. They kept trying to like get that, her run out for uh, the right. track team. Right. Like, <laughs> like that South Park episode. <laughs> they, start, they would turn into cavemen and stop fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny. When I was in college, there was... I was friends with some people on the track team, and we, like, we had, you know, like, those level of schools. You had some athletes there. Yeah. And there was this chick on the track team that had a reputation. She was the shower shitter. What? <laughs> she liked to get it in the butt, but she would always shower before, and she would clean herself out in the shower to get ready to get fucked in the ass. Really? And it got her. She was the shower shitter. And my, my buddy, my buddy Matt, was like, "Hey, that's the shower shitter." And I was oddly intrigued. I was like, "Huh? Think she's been in the shower yet? <laughs> How many drinks has she had?" She was ugly as sin. Yeah. But I wanted to fuck her. But you wanted to try it. runs to the car and grabs a baton. (laughs) Yeah. And and mace. Yeah. She she was instantly attractive because she took it in the ass. Yeah. Right? Didn't matter what she looked like. It's a little young for somebody to realize that they prefer that. I'm just like she. I, I knew mean, a girl that would honestly. She could only come when fucked in the ass. Apparently, her G spot was just located there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was like one of those foreign cars with it the engine in the F trunk. Spot, yeah, exactly. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, this girl would talk about it. She wasn't shy, and she would come out and be like, "Look, I only get off when I'm fucked in the ass." Apparently, where it, her location was was bumped up against her rectum. Wow. And so she would only come from getting fucked in the ass, and everybody talked about. It. But one time, I went over to her apartment, and she did forgot to flush. And there had to be a. 
there was a turd in there. With Did it look like Saturn had a fucking <laughs> ring around it? I've never seen. Uh, there were refugees <laughs> jumping off of this thing. This is how you escape coronavirus: was to jump onto this turd and, and hope and hope a current catches you. There were six Cubans and an ice agent floating me and, on this me turd. Me and Melissa were there. Me and, me and Melissa were there. We hung out in this apartment, and we're waiting to go out to a bar or wherever we were headed. And I said, I could, let me go take a leak. And I go in there, and this thing's just waiting for me like <laughs> like it had been presented, like a fucking pepperoni you get it. <laughs> it was like one of those Fiestata logs. Throw <laughs> <laughs> a mash on it. It was just resting above the water on each side of the toilet. It never touched No, water. it was like when you go to Stop and Shop and you go to the cheese counter, and they have that one basket at the end of the, like the, the end cap, and it's got nine-foot pepperonis in it that are shrink-wrapped. <laughs> That's what this thing looked like. And it was sitting there in all its slightly arced glory. <laughs> and I have to piss on this thing because screaming, oh, was considered bad form. Yeah. But knowing what I knew about did this you, girl. Did you log cut it? Did you chop no, it No, no, no. I, di I didn't. What? Why didn't I, you? No, no, I would have sawed it in half, so at least yeah. it I, I, I came out. We were waiting for her to do when she was finished getting ready or whatever I came out of the bathroom and I grabbed Alyssa I'm like you will have no idea what I just found <laughs> and yet because I knew how she preferred her sex it all made sense because I mean this thing manly manly <laughs> manly this thing was epic and intact <laughs> intact it wasn't concave at one there end there was no spiral this was not Carvel <laughs> this was not Dairy Queen we didn't have that. No, this thing was perfectly laying in there, like it was smiling at me. It looked like a nail. It was all fucking hammered at one end. Yeah, really. <laughs> a big helmet-shaped dent. <laughs> fucking railroad spike in the toilet. <laughs> None of that happened. Oh my god! All this from guilty pleasures. So of new music. kids on the block in Christmas. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas. What's sad is we have two more topics. <laughs> All right, fellas. Look, I, I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can talk about musical taste. I didn't even get into my Glee thing. I mentioned yeah. it. Trying to change the I got it to mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wee thing. That was. A wee. <laughs> and nobody was singing on the end of no, it. No, no, not one person. <laughs> now I'm, I'm hesitant to bring this one up. I really am. Because me at the end, I was like, let it go. Let uh, it go. <laughs> She'd have to be holding it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> home alone. Yeah. Home alone. Uh, I do think. Jack Skellington, what's this? <laughs> Stupid. Sorry, go ahead. Brad's trying to be serious. Let's go. Yeah, All right, I'm let's not trying go. to be serious. I'm trying to make sense, and none of it's working. <laughs> but I think it'd be stupid to talk about guilty pleasure music, which we really didn't. We got into Craig's condom problems. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a giant intact turd. <laughs> but I, I think we'd be remiss, another word for you, Craig, if we didn't talk about guilty pleasure movies. Now this, Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about the... B-level shit you always watch, though, because that's not a guilty pleasure for you because you love them I love unapologetically. It. 
Right. That's not a guilty pleasure. You got to leave those out. It's something that oh, you dude. don't let people in on. Yeah. And we're asking you to let us in on it. Admittedly, this is going to be harder for you. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I know. You got to put on that viewing condom <laughs> and, and tell us how you feel. Strap on that Feldman and just go to town. But I want to yeah. give you an example. <laughs> I want to. I, I want Dave to set the tone here. Dave, right oh, off. Oh, I, I want you to talk about what are the movies slash TV slash any type of entertainment other than music that you feel are guilty pleasures you're not willing to just randomly bring up. You know, maybe like around... I don't know, family members of Ray Ann's. <laughs> well, 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 let's let's, let's level you. set here because I will tell that family anything. <laughs> and I'll still be better than them. All right. Ima- no. okay. <laughs> now That's imagine you, you just put the ring on her finger. Oh. And now you're trying to, in, you know, like ingratiate yourself to the family. I will give you a specific example. Okay. Eight days ago, I watched Cyborg. <laughs> Yep. On purpose? On purpose. I sat here in this chair and searched for it on that TV and watched it on my lunch break. Good movie. You sought it out. I did. Stupid. It's not a good movie. No, but it's- It's a, it's a Van Damme movie it's fun. on a low budget. Yeah. Which is a sad thing. <laughs> I like old Van Damme movies. Yeah, he's awful. I hate him. It's terrible, but they captured the 80s in those action movies so yeah, well. they did. The slow motion of him going, oh, ah! blind, and while every- that other guy is slow motion kicking him in the head. Uh, listen, Bloodsport was the first one. First yeah. one, based on a true story that was fabricated by some real guy. <laughs> it had ogre in it. Yeah, it did have ogre. Yeah, it did have. And he got fucked up by Bo Lung, who fought um, Bruce Lee and lost twice. Yep. And his name is Bo Lung. Yeah, and he'll still fuck you up at eighty years old. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Smoking butts and just sitting in a chair. But but (laughs) after Bloodsport, it was Kickboxer, and then all these other ridiculous movies. Every movie was a different. Oh my god. Time cup. Double impact. Yep. Sudden impact. Oh my god, this is all Corey <laughs> Feldman movie. Yeah. <laughs> like every movie Van Damme did. Corey's was double impact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was double impacted. Yeah. <laughs> and they were friends with a girl Brad knew. Oh, she wasn't impacted. This was a high traffic. This was like the fucking easy pass lane. Double impasse. <laughs> the HOV lane. <laughs> That was speed. <laughs> but every Van Damme movie, they found a reason for him to do that that helicopter kick. Yeah. Where he jumped in the air and he did a split in the air and kicked yeah. someone in the face that wouldn't hurt anybody. Phenomenal yeah. ball- ballet movies, all of them. Oh, my yeah. God. They're awful. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, this movie was great. And then I watched it. I'm like, they filmed this on two different sets. Yeah. The whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Two different sets, just from different angles. Y- yeah. And like the the final scene was at night in the rain, and there was more lighting in that scene than the daytime scenes in the desert. They filmed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in a worn down village with purple lights before, but apparently in the future that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. But yeah, I think Van Damme movie. If if one comes on, I'll watch it. They're fun. Here's the I, thing, though. It, 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 this is one of the things with movies. I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but. Bad or not, if I like it, I can't. Generally, I can't go look for it. I have to see it, like happen Why upon it. Like, oh shit, I'm watching this. Yes, that's. I, I'm yeah. not gonna sit out to be like, I'm gonna go watch this movie today. It doesn't happen. Do you know how yeah. many times I found a movie that I know is bad and I want to watch it, 
but I won't because I don't want to get to the, like, I don't want to have to search for the parts that I like. If I'm flipping channels, which doesn't really happen anymore, but if I stumble on it and it's there, then I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. But I almost don't want to get to, I mean, you can't say this about a Friday the 13th movie, but I don't want to get to the exposition. Ooh, exposition. Yeah. I don't want to get to the point where they're establishing uh, like uh, an antagonist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know what's happening already. Yeah, just get to the stand. I read the title. I know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could tell you the end of this movie right now. Yeah, it's exactly. a girl, and she's not quite sure what just happened. To yeah, her. yeah. It's it's all of them. I I don't know, man. I I like your Van Dam idea. Do you have any Seagal movies in there? No. A couple of the early I like I like some Seagal no. movies. I could do no. like like Hard to Kill or Out for Justice. No, it's wrong. Uh, it starts to go off the rails with. Um, no, when he got Native American and there was a bird on his shoulder. No, yeah, what? No, what's, <laughs> what's the one where Michael Caine was the oil tycoon? Oh, and no. he he tried to shut down the oil refinery. No, nothing nothing pisses me off <laughs> fucking more I, than Steven Seagal movies, and nothing pisses me off more. Than the Steven Seagal movie with what's his fucking name, the guy from with the fucking movie with Clint Eastwood and and he was in uh um what the fuck is that movie with Harrison Ford? Uh, I'll, I'll Anthony, tell you to tell I'm me the tra- plot. But no, all the same. no, I'm trying to Hollywood. Fugitive, <laughs> no, Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Uh, to- oh, and, Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. The Siege. Oh, Under oh. Siege. Oh. I love oh, that movie. I've oh that was no, the peak of Seagal no, under no. siege. How did you, you not have say t- Gary Busey? If, if you have Tommy, what the fuck? Tommy his Lee name? Jones. Tommy Lee Jones as a fucking rock star. He pretended to be a rock star. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah he pretend because he's not one. No, he's and not. And he would never be. No, ever because he's a fucking clown. Isn't it acting? And, but he tricked no. <laughs> the Navy, which no. isn't hard. <laughs> There's no. Hey, but, you're smart. Get on this metal thing that we're gonna stick underwater. Okay. Yeah, it was so bad, and and it, it had Steven Seagal. It was so Die bad. Hard on a boat. I fucking. We, we've discussed this before, and I, I won't get into it. I know it. how I much you hate Steven Seagal. Hate him. So listen, there are three or four of his. I movies. wish Corey Feldman fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> But like three or four of those Seagal movies, I would lump together with those Van Damme movies from the late eighties, early nineties. No. They're the same thing. I know. They don't have Steven Seagal in them. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying they're the same type of movie. That's all I'm saying. No, they are. They are. They are exactly the same. But I no, I'm not going to get into it. Here's the. I don't want to get too far. I don't want to forget this. But Brad was just mentioning that you have to like catch a movie at the right moment or something. Yeah. yeah. There are times I'll be watching something that I like, a TV show or a movie, and it's coming up to a scene where something weird happens, and I know the characters yeah. are awkward. I almost get embarrassed for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will either change the channel, or I will talk to my wife and not acknowledge TV, or I'll just fucking leave the room. And then because come- I don't want to have to deal with that moment. I will change the channel. I can't tell you how many times I'm apologizing to Melissa for bad things that she's watching <laughs> that I had no part in creating. Well, well, I've stopped apologizing for the History Channel. We just that's a given. Do you? Think but my wife is just like she, she talks to the dog. She's like. Daddy's watching stupid shit again. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just says it all the time to the dog. She's like, oh, we're going to deal with this? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, are we going to bed? Well, I'll watch the rest of this upstairs. She's like, what? Why? See, my <laughs> wife's not so subtle. She'll just be like, I'm going to bed. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> But it's 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 I, I, the first thing I think of is Law and Order. Pick an episode. There's always some scene where you're like I don't want to have to sit next to someone while this is happening. Yeah. And just inside my head I'm thinking about what's happening on TV and how this person's processing it next to me. So I'll just I'll distract yeah. myself cuz it's probably not an issue, but I do that a lot. No, cuz it's probably But we all need to get over this. We didn't make the movie. No. Or the show. I understand. But we I But we I, made I the decision show. to watch it. Yeah, I guess I take ownership over it, but Melissa will look at me like, you know, what is this? And I'm, I'm I feel bad. There are times like we're binging a bunch of other shows right now, and yeah. I'm, I, it, there's, there's things, something better that you could be watching. There's always something. <laughs> is better. there? Yeah. Is there though? Is there? Yeah. I mean, I uh, one movie I love. I'll, I'll admit it, full out because it's the greatest romantic comedy ever created, and that's a little ditty called "Sweet Home Alabama," <laughs> starring Reese Witherspoon. What's What's the dude's name in it? He's been in a lot of movies. Uh, too. Uh, Lucas, something Lucas. What I don't know. I, uh, I, I can picture his face. I, yeah. He was in that first Hulk movie with Eric Bana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy's I, great. I know who you're talking about. The guy's yeah. great. And he create he creates a sense of loss. Oh. And he creates a sense of sadness. <laughs> and then Reese Witherspoon comes out and then at the end of the movie when they have their climactic scene with lightning on the beach that melts rods into the sand. Wow. And melts sand. No, there's Does so it much turn into glass? Dude, it's deep. It turns into glass. So deep. It, it's so deep, and and that's how he got in the hurt. <laughs> so deep, it puts Corey Haim to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> creates giant turds, <laughs> giant southern fried turds. But when she comes out and finally accepts herself, and she's embracing her southern accent, and finally admits that she's an Alabaman, I think we all win. Oh my God, that sounds so bad. They have a town lynching after that to celebrate, more or less. It sounds so bad. Yeah. I've never seen it, and it sounds. Tell like me I another don't... one about the Velocipaster. Can you do that? Well, for I was me? just thinking, like right now, Melissa Joan Hart's like that sounds so cheesy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, all I got is wrestling, because I watch wrestling and I criticize storylines, and Melissa has to deal with this with me every week. But that's I'm not. Saying, a... I wouldn't have written it that way, and she. Throw shit at me. Well, then fucking get a job there. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't. Uh, That's not guilty pleasure though. Like we, we know that you like that. You talk about it. We have friends that watch that stuff just as much. Tons of people that watch it. Yeah, yeah but uh, not in their forties and not approaching it from an angle like well, I could do it better. Well, that's, See, I've that's talked true. about Chad this from Mascar is thirteen, right? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am forty-six years old. Oh fuck! I don't have children. And yet, I will watch Max and Ruby. Fucking <laughs> dude. Max and Ruby is the worst cartoon it's ever. It's the worst cartoon ever. Max and, it's and made, Ruby. It's made for. Ruby and, it's made for. It's infants. Children that can't walk. Yes. <laughs> and I'll watch it because I hate fucking Max. He's such a douche. He's a. He's a dickhead. He's a rabbit. He's a douche. He's just constantly causing shit. Making trouble, and Ruby's gonna fucking pick up his mess constantly. And there's just where, like Alabama. Where the fuck are their parents? Is what I want to know. They're rabbits. They got forty five other kids to watch. <laughs> Time for your shit. <laughs> but I can't help it if I if I put the TV on and it's on. I'm watching. I hate. I will I turn will that. Watch, I will change that channel. I will watch two hours of Max and Ruby in a hot. Oh my god. I mean, honestly, we could have just done this segment. Hey, what's your guilty pleasure, TV? Craig just hits power. Yeah. 
and then walks out of the room, and Fucking we just get like a view of what he's watched. Max and Ruby. I'd rather watch Peppa Pig than Max and Ruby. Nah, that's too stupid. What? What? Oh, he's got a line. <laughs> that's a. They don't force anthropomorphic rabbits that drag their ass on the ground. They don't is fo- okay. They don't force anything on you. What? It's like here it is. Peppa Pig <laughs> apparently is a domination. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to force an agenda on you. What agenda? <laughs> you know what kills me is in Peppa Pig, they're all like anthropomorphic animals. They have pets. Yeah. 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 See? They're just enslaving other animals. Exactly. I've also seen them eating eggs. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, do you know what would really go well with that? Your daughter. Yeah. Where's Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Where's Mrs. Chicken? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> or the bacon that they should be eating with. Right. It. The funny thing is the, our two and a half year old says tortoise. Not tortoise, because that goddamn show. Oh, yeah. Dad, it's a tortoise. I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> but fuck Max and Ruby. Yeah. no, It's awful. No, it's a good job. I think you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned this on the show before, but I also think Rad is a perfect movie. It's a, oh a, 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 it's a BMX romantic comedy that starred future criminal Lori Loughlin. I like when they jump oh. out of the cereal bowl. I, on Hell Track? Yeah. Yeah, that thing will fuck you up. I just thought of two movies. Go ahead. If you hit the back wheel on the spoon that extended from the cereal bowl, oh, you're, you're going already down. fucked. You're already fucked. So many good moves in that, right down to the send me an angel dance scene <laughs> at what seemed to be a VFW. A v- two guys dressed like they stole the wardrobe from V. Oh, my God. <laughs> that show was amazing. But the twins wore these body suits to the dance. Because they worked for Mongoose Bicycle, so they were rich yeah, and yeah. famous. They came to like this literally half-horse town. And Talia Shire's the mom. And uh, Bill... Oh, what is his name? Bill no Allen. One, Bill yeah. Allen yeah. played Crew wow. Jones. And Bill Allen only had one other star turn. He played something opposite Alex on Family Ties. Wow. And that yep. And I wow. have problems, and I admit that. But Rat is a perfect movie because of the Talia Shire theory that I have. Godfather, Rocky, Rad. It's the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I shut up. How to ruin your life in three movies or less. No, it's funny. I remember we, we rented, me and a bunch of my friends, we rented that movie, Rad, and then immediately went to Colt Park. And tried to create tried all the tricks. Tried to create oh. a track in the in the wood, like, and it was it was pathetic. Of course, it was. It was just pathetic. You were involved. Yeah, and then we put condoms on to go to a party. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Did they play the red music? Yeah, <laughs> getting ready to break the ice. It was. There's, you know, there's a rad. T- do you know? Did did I send you that link that they're talking about re- remaking that rebooting that movie? No. You wait, what? I didn't send you that link. Well, no, you did not and you can't reboot perfection. <laughs> oh, which is why t- they're rebooting it. They are talking about remaking Rad. No shit. Oh fuck yeah. I'm so there. It's good. it's it'll be ridiculous. Instead of a bowl of kicks, it'll be a bowl of fucking Muesli. You yeah. <laughs> for quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> Special K, healthy. It yeah. won't be Hell Track because Hell doesn't exist. No, yeah. But other than that, I'm in. Anything that brings BMX to the forefront, I still dream about BMX and I'm 44. Yep. I do this shit constantly. <laughs> I still want to just grab a bike and whip out some sick tricks in a parking lot of a Home Depot. 
just to impress the girl from across <laughs> no, the line. That would be great. He's just watching Brad doing that, trying to ride a wheelie, like doing that, pulling the wheel up, going two feet, and then dropping back down. <laughs> and then pull, down. I used to do those surfers where you'd hop on the one foot on the bars, one foot on the seat. And yeah. surf your, I used to go down like hills on that shit. I was pretty good on a bike. But I used to think that this would get me late. And, that, and that's the problem. I mean, maybe with a girl who had an ass that could create a turd like a pepperoni. <laughs> I, I, I think, it's like a stick, not I, a little slice. I think a couple tail whips, literally, would have gotten that done. But I have never in my life. It just came to me recently that BMX tricks are not going to get you laid. But I had to go 30 years before I realized that. Oh, my God. I still find what they do on those bikes impressive as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not to the point of getting laid. Yet, Lori Lachlan, criminal that she is, led him to believe that he was getting laid because yeah. of his BMX. Um, unless game. you're doing that stuff in, like, the X Games. Yeah, it's not happening for you. When I was in college, I had friends that would always watch Judge Judy. <laughs> I don't, like, we're just getting, like, it yeah. became a game after a while. It was just ridiculous. Like, we were just walking around campus like, sir! Sir! Yeah. <laughs> I just yell. Yeah. Um. But so Judge Judy Law and Order. Don't but, pee on my leg and no. tell me it's raining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I would in my dorm room by myself. I would find myself watching Charmed. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that was fucking awful. spank material. Oh well, yeah, that's but that's yeah. why I was watching it. Like that's the only time my dorm room was locked. Now, if you had seen Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan, now then would you do it? Alyssa Milano, yes. <sighs> Rose McGowan, no. No. She. she is not fucking aging well. No, but no. who's the because third she, one? Know why? And know why she's not aging well? Because she keeps fucking with her face. Does she? Oh my god, she's is that mutilated what's her like, own I know she's face. like she shaved her head and shit. Oh wait, but no, also but, wait, hold up, heroin. Yeah, well, there's oh, that. Yeah. No, it was she, Melissa she, Milano. Alyssa Milano. It was her, and I can't remember the other chick. Actually, the first two seasons was Shannon Doherty. Yeah, yeah. Before Rose McGowan. Yep. But Rose McGowan was a nice addition because she didn't like bras either. Yeah. I'd fuck uh, Shannon Doherty now, but that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock her fucking brittle ass across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Bang the rest of her hair out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how low those counts are now. <laughs> I got some white cells for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just made the intro. Yeah. (laughs) White cell infusion. (laughs) Nah, no, it works better if you drink them. Turk was the name of the movie. <laughs> I believe that's where we started with it. <laughs> you killed two boners at once. <laughs> it just it popped in my head. Is it about Shannon Doherty with a wig? <laughs> if not, we're not interested. <laughs> uh, Timothy Hutton. That's who it was. You were close. I was close. It looks just like Christian Slater. <laughs> Minus 70 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Timothy Hutton is like like the discount version of, uh, what's well, the name from, from Shawshank? And in the movie, that's what it was. Uh, uh, well, what was it, what's the kid, the guy in Shawshank Redemption? Well, Tim Robinson. Not even. 
Tim Robbins? Rob Tim Robbins, yeah. Robinson yeah. is it. Yeah, Tim Robbins. <laughs> yeah, Tim yeah. Robbins is like the A version. Oh wait, that that also starred Morgan Freemanson, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Morgan Freemason. Morgan Freemason. He's all part of a conspiracy. He's still holding the black man down. He's, he's actually white. He's just convinced yeah, he's black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His real name, Bob Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to this thing being edited by Thursday. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> New episode, April 2nd. Yep. <laughs> As soon as the coronavirus is gone, we'll be back on tour. Uh, what do you say? We put a fork uh, in yeah. this thing? I think yeah. we're going to wrap this I thing think up. We've, we've had enough of the quarantine. Yeah. We need to get out of this You know, it's room. funny, though. We I figured guilty pleasures. We could have just covered all of the things that we always talk about, and yet this is the one night we don't talk about social media. No. no Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But it's not a guilty pleasure, is it? Social media? No. Nah, I mean, it is because we... It's half the reason that this is happening right now. Social media wasn't as big a presence with the first presence of SARS. That's true. And, and people, really? No. no I, I remember living out in Buffalo, and, and we were close to the Canadian border. But it, it were was people using different. it as a platform for news? No. Yeah. Okay. More people get their news from Twitter than they do from yeah, reputable news sources. And then they react immediately in the place where they got the news instead of actually finding out facts. Yeah. And that's how misinformation gets spread. And I, I'm not saying that what we're hearing is misinformation, but we've gone from this being conceived as a hoax and something that happens, quote unquote, over there. Yep. There's something that went from, OK, this is a mild concern. Get everybody off the cruise ship. And now four days later, Tom Hanks has it. The NBA is shut down and the entire country went into a yeah. batshit panic. There is a ton of misinformation. All that whole you see those people, "Oh, just got this today for my friend who's a doctor. Drink warm liquids, keep your throat moist and yeah. swell." It's like and this guy came out today, this guy who is part of the not Center for Disease Control, but the Center for Infectious Diseases and Research was like no. <laughs> He's like, no, that doesn't do it. Sunlight and heat don't kill it. Like, that's all this stuff that's coming out on, on the internet. Everybody's looking for a yeah. way to downplay the... the He's the like, what you're going to do is soak a cotton ball in Rosalie and <laughs> stuff it in your ass. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> Plug a 19-inch yeah. turd. And then when you're ready, unleash it, and then I'll go over to the yeah, apartment yeah. and go check it out. <laughs> the fucking olive oil industry is like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just dip a cotton ball in some olive oil and stuff it in your bottle. That's right. Put yeah. the O in Bertoli. There it is. <laughs> and you won't even need any, use any of toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Bertoli. There it is. Oh, God. Jesus. Fuck this. Let's hope, tie this up. Well, I hope everybody <laughs> listening kind of figured out what we were trying to do tonight. I know that it was messy. It was disjointed. It was this. It was that. But do you know what this was for the three of us? Escapism. Yeah. For the last week, we have been pounded. Two of us are parents. One of us is basically an uncle to both of these sets of kids. Mm -hmm. And we've been living in a relative panic that this thing is going to get way worse before it gets better. Yeah. And you know what? That's and we're not downplaying it. We're joking about it, but we're not downplaying we're it. We're making jokes about everything because yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, the truth is we're facing, I don't want to call it a quarantine, but we're all staying in this yeah. weekend. We're here tonight, but we're going to go home and we're not coming back out this weekend. We're all a little bit on edge for what's going on in the world. So we took a night to talk about 
everything else but this. Yeah, we spent 20 minutes kind of covering it because we had to fucking do it. Yeah. But in reality, folks, this is escapism. If you can't get the jokes by now, you know, maybe you find another podcast. This yep. ain't the one. Uh, that said, if you did like what you heard tonight, you want to go check us out. First of all, on our brand new website at needless to say podcast.com. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole new side of us. Um, we use different colors. <laughs> it's about Diversified. It. You do, yeah. If yep. you really like this, go buy our shit. It's still available. It shows up to you in undiseased packages from represent.com slash store slash NTS podcast. On social media, the one thing we didn't really talk about tonight, we are still very present there. And you want to catch us on Twitter at NTS underscore podcast. On Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast. And on Instagram, which is kind of our best bet at all lowercase needless to say podcast. But if you reach out to us on any one of them, we're going to know because we're going to call each other and be like, somebody actually fucking did it. <laughs> um, Dave, hey, we get another message from Wayne. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Wayne. <laughs> Stay healthy, brother. Uh, uh, Dave, do me a favor and give me a shout for Endeavor Podcast Solutions. Ooh, our friends at Endeavor Podcast Solutions will help you with any of your podcasting needs. Intros, outros, editing, sound, anything that you need. Ideas to get started, ideas to keep going. Our friends at EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com will help you out. Give them a shout. The one thing that Endeavor couldn't do this week is give Craig the idea of what that word meant. <laughs> nope. No, I, I missed the word. I, I didn't. I had no clue. This is your last Can you, chance. <laughs> I, have, I, do, I do not. L-O-G-O-R-R-H-E-A. Loggeria. Loggeria. Okay. So many jokes could have been made. I No, and I made them right out of the gate. I don't know the word, so I failed the test, but can you tell me what it means? Incessant or compulsive talkativeness. Oh, so Brad. No, you. Oh. <laughs> it's you. I am making so many it's faces right now. Go fuck yourself. I spent half my night my back against a futon. <laughs> fuck off. Re repetitiveness is actually one of the no, definitions, just, too. Oh, so me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excessive worldliness and repetitiveness. Yeah. That's No, you. I didn't, I right, didn't so know the whose word. Whose word was this? My friend Kevin from Connecticut. Hey, Kevin from Connecticut. You got a T-shirt coming from you Craig do. from Rhode Island. Yeah. It's sent yep. via cycle shipping. You'll see it in You'll 2022. It. You should get it by 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know the word right mm. out of the gate. I had no clue. And but that's the thing is, if I don't know it, I still want you guys to tell me what it means when it's over. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is a learning. Process. It's a we, learning process. We had a few submissions again, and um, we're trying to mix it up so we don't use the same. Yeah, people all the no, time. I, Kevin yeah. from Connecticut. I hope your size is a youth extra large. Like I, ho <laughs> I hope you're shaped like a, just a, like a fat toddler. Yeah, <laughs> extra medium. Yeah, yeah. medium. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't really help you. But you know what? You can frame it. Yep. <laughs> you put on a cabbage patch doll you haven't touched in 25 years. Do you have a Weimaraner you can put yeah. it on? Yeah, that's it. Put no, on thank, your dog. Thanks for fucking me, Kevin. Appreciate it. <laughs> That was the best Corey Feld impression. Yeah. <laughs> Next week's word, Crisco. Hopefully you put his condom on two hours ago. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to have the license for Judas Priest just so we could play Ram It Down yeah. right now. <laughs> but but uh, in the meantime, I think we should just throw it to Dave to take us out. Yep, Dave for the possibly the... And the apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> it's the, it could be the end. The end times. Needless to say, we said it.
have a great idea for a podcast, or maybe you already have a podcast, but you're getting overwhelmed with editing or production, head over to EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. They have everything you need from intros and outros to editing work, voiceover, you name it. That's EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. Podcasting simplified.